streaming live now are we Discord is pretty, it's pretty cool. I guess we probably should have spent 10 minutes practicing it ourselves before today. That's fine. We're all busy. And what beer are you drinking? This uh, Ninkasi Pale, Northwest Pale Pacific Rain. It's kind of new, I think. Yeah, it's I don't think I've seen it before. It's good. Right. I stopped. I stopped with the IPAs because they just take a wrecking ball oh. of your stomach and your brain and everything else. I find when I drink the IPAs, most a majority of the time, I always drink Rolling Rock. I know you can bash me for it, but um, I find when I drink the IPA, if I if I drink one too many. Yeah. It really gives me an extreme migraine the next day. Fine line. And, yeah, it is a fine line. So it's a very fine line. So if I do drink an IPA, I have to be extremely careful. Uh, if I'm going to drink in Roller Rock, I can just drink as many. I'll wake up tomorrow and be fine. This water, they tell me. I love the IPAs. It's it's just you're playing with fire. Uh, you have two of those and, you know. You're, uh, yeah. Um, anyways, I, I thank both of you. Ed, Ed is, if you're watching this uh, at home and keeping score at home, Ed is on the left of the videos, and then Matt is on the right. Correct? Yes, correct. Now. Matt's in the red shirt. Matt's, oh, that's, you know, that's a better way to do it. That is a better way to do it. Matt is in the red shirt. And Ed is in the non-red shirt. Yeah. Um, and I won't try to pronounce their last names because <laughs> I'll mess Ed, them up. Yeah, Ed is fine. I'm Ed Cannell. There you go. And Matt. Matt Enton. Matt have Enton. We've been, we been streaming like this whole time. We just we've been like. Yeah. <laughs> We're fine. It's fine. It's not a big deal. Um, it's it's hard. It's hard. I I really want to do wrestling stuff like this like live reaction shows interviews all this other wrestling related stuff but i have three girls uh yeah. they're upstairs right now one's asleep because baby the other two are up uh watching i don't know some sort of stupid christmas movie on netflix and in the time is just not there anymore is it is it christmas wedding planner because i heard that's a pretty <laughs> no no it's christmas chronicles again which isn't bad because you got uh kurt russell like dancing you got a nice, you got a nice reference to Overboard in there. You got Kurt Russell, and then spoiler alert, Goldie Hawn shows up at the end. Um, so there's. I'd love to see that. Yeah, it's not bad. It's on Netflix. 
Anyways, but that's not why you guys are here tonight. You guys are here tonight because I stumbled across... I don't even know how I stumbled across it. But, um... I think I saw the word WrestleTopia somewhere along the lines of wrestling Twitter. At times, it's toxic, but most of the time, you can find a, a hidden gem. And I think I found that in what you guys provided. But before we jump into actual comic, um, are you guys wrestling fans? I mean, you must, right? Yeah, um... So, What's your wrestling fandom background? So uh, Matt and I are a little it. different, and just that I'm 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 older than Matt. I'm 47, but uh, so when I was a kid, there was no cable. But I right. was pretty lucky. Growing up in Portland, we had at the end an NWA territory, Pacific Northwest Wrestling. So I stumbled upon that when I was very young, and was immediately enthralled with. People like you know Jesse Ventura, Jesse Ventura, and Roddy Piper, and Playboy Buddy Rose, and Billy Jack Haynes, and Bobby Jaggers, and guys that aren't maybe super famous, but right. but for me, their characters are strong. That's all. That's all we had. They right. were like, and you know, they were like, um, they were huge for me, and uh, I was pretty obsessed with it for several years. Later, when we got cable. This is kind of what started. This is when the territory started to fall apart because nationwide now everybody could get um, Superstation WTBS out of Atlanta, right. which carried uh, Georgia Championship Wrestling, the NWA territory down there, and then and then so now um, Dusty Rhodes and Ric Flair and oh, those guys, the Four Horsemen, were on national television every Saturday. Six oh five. Yeah, I was just absolutely obsessed with it. And with the history of wrestling, uh, and I and, and then I really fell out of it at age fourteen, and that's kind of where Matt came in. <laughs> yeah, I, I uh, you know, it was rock and wrestling era was in full swing when I was about five years old. So you know, I, I didn't have cable. I would watch in the morning, Saturday mornings. I'd watch Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling. Saturday nights, I'd watch Saturday night night's main event and just whenever anything was on one of you know the prime you know any of the major networks i would catch it um once we got cable was sort of the new generation era of wwf and then i fell out a little bit and then in high school the attitude era sort of started in full swing and that's when i got back into it and i watched it pretty faithfully through i'd say the early 2000s and that's sort of when i fell off but you know my my sort of love for wrestling never dissipated um you know i still to this day like any i I don't watch live events anymore but you know i'm still like obsessed with reading wrestling news and anytime wwe comes out with like a new documentary i know they just did one on which i haven't seen yet on um adrian street yeah <laughs> um yeah like any any so like i'll anytime like there's new wrestling content out there specifically like about wrestling history like i'm there like i, I love vice's most recent series yeah the dark side of the ring man that's yeah, good yeah. that was really really good Wrestling gave us so much. <laughs> it did, and uh, like I tell, I tell my wife because she harasses me that I'm still into it, and I I was into it and fell out and came back. 
everybody, I've always said this, everybody either is or was a wrestling fan. And and that and that's how I see things. You either are or you were. Yeah. Um at some time. And in your guys dynamic in age is interesting because I think Ed is like uh about the age of my older brother. And um yeah, he's a little younger. My older brother is eight years older than me. I'm thirty nine, I'm gonna be forty. And based on uh what Matt said he watched, we're either around the same age or maybe I'm a little older than he is. Either way, we all hit the same uh we we all were around the same time. Um but do you guys you guys don't watch the product now? Or you- uh, I haven't, I mean, I, I haven't watched it in quite a long time. I kind of fell out of it. It, it was weird because when Kayfabe died. Broke, yeah, that's hard. Uh, that was hard to take, right? It was a little bit like finding out Santa Claus isn't real. And yeah, because that's spoiler. Very, I was a little kid and I saw the blood and I, and I totally convinced. I started watching it, I think, at a time when I had never been in a fight. I had right. never even, I was a little kid. And, um, was went from being you know convinced this is absolutely real you're not staged not choreographed excuse me to you know you get a little older and you're like oh, i i i want to believe that this is <laughs> this is a real sports contest and, and then of course and then and then but it was right about the time so i don't um i think i think wrestling is fantastic and i'm glad people love it now i'm glad it's it's bigger than ever and i'm not one of those people that says oh new wrestling is terrible i just you know i i I can't enjoy it because it's not like it was when i was a kid it's not like that at all but it did take the wind kind of out of my sails and it was really hard to kind of get that back i i keep up with it on twitter and i and i just appreciate the athleticism but it's hard for me to get into the the storylines, and it's it's just I I don't know um, the you know when that again when you find out Santa Claus isn't real, it's hard to believe in him again. You know? And I I think that's what um a lot of people around uh, our age, it is the storyline. The storylines drive wrestling, uh, in my opinion. Um, but you can jump in and out. It's like a soap opera, yeah. so. It's the men's soap opera. You you don't have to watch, um, but it, it it is like I told my wife. It's like the the golden age is coming back. There's so much now, and it's everywhere, and for every taste, you want the new, you want the guys that can flip all over the ring. You got it. The, the uh, stuff blows my mind when I see it, the highlights. On it's the- unreal. And and then even just to see people like fall up, like I don't know how a single wrestler gets through a single match and is able to do anything else with their lives. Like I just look like, fell off a, a two story ladder through a table. They're up and will never do anything, never walk again ever. And then like two days later, he's in Des Moines and he does the exact same thing. Two days later, I've seen matches where a guy gets thrown off a ladder through a table. Blah blah blah. And he's up later in that match. That guy should not be up. Like, that's the whole art of selling. Like, he should not get up. How is that? I don't know how. How is Darby Allen still alive? <laughs> Man, look at the stuff that he does. I don't, I, I have zero idea. Because I tell you, I, uh, I think I, where did I catch? I caught, he was on a documentary, I yeah, think, first. So, 
before Dark Side of the Ring, right? Uh, it was called. I um, did a different wrestling series. That yeah. actually thing is almost better. Yeah, it was. Uh, that's where I saw Darby Allen. I can't remember the name yeah. of it though. Yeah, I'm I'm blanking on it. Um, and then you know now, of course, he signed with the AEW. Right. Um, but that was back when he was just on the indie circuit. I think I heard a quote from someone about Darby. It might have been the guys that did the series. Uh, they were shocked that he's he, he's not dead yet. Like, like knock on wood. Like the stuff he does is insane. Uh, but I don't. I I don't know. I mean, I appreciate Darby Allen for uh, what he does. You know. That type of flipping is not my cup of tea. But, uh, anyways, so, um, you guys do have a great grasp of wrestling. I knew that, before I asked the question, I knew that based on what I've read in your guys' comics. Um, what's your guys' background in comics? In, well, in writing? It's pretty brief. Uh, so you're looking at it. <laughs> That's it. Well, okay, okay. So let me let me rephrase the question. If I'm looking at it, let me rephrase the question. Yeah, yeah, it's a good it's a good question. Why why a comic as opposed to I don't know a book? Like why write in the comic uh, genre? I guess. Well, the short answer is so that people will read it, right? So Matt and I have our day job is writing for video games. We've done that since two thousand, the early two thousands. Video game reviews, or you know, we write for game, we write stories. Uh, oh, okay, okay. So uh, a few things we've worked on together. We've worked on a lot of things separately because we both freelance, but we've worked together on Leisure Suit Larry Magna Cum Loud. Oh my lord, that game, um, Valiant Hearts for Ubisoft, great World War One drama. Um, a lot of other titles. So um, it's a visual medium. Uh, yeah. But we've also like written other things, like we've written uh, screenplays. And when you write a screenplay or when you write a novel, no one cares and no one wants to read it at all. Like your parents don't want to read it. Right. Uh, we love the story so much that we just could not let it, you know, fade away into the ether. It, it was a screenplay originally, and we just thought, you know, comics is a visual medium. That's what we do. We write for artists. Um. We could, um, we could afford it. Like, like, just like if we want, you know, it's it's an enormous waste of money. But we we, we were able to to pay artists to draw uh, this this insane story about um, uh, alien wrestlers from outer space who invade Earth. And then we thought, you know, we could put it out into the world. And if you give someone a comic book, they're a lot more likely to read it. I'd be like, you know, thirty-two pages. Of Comic book, you 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 can uh, pass the you know you can read that pretty. It's pretty easy to read. It's not like giving them like a hundred and twenty page screenplay where they just feel like you just slimed them with like it's a, it's a grind to get through like, yeah, right. Um, yeah. So that's well, so that's not that's the long answer, I guess. It was supposed to be the short answer. It turned into long. Answer. It, was, it was short. It was good enough. Um, I I love graphic novels. Um. I know my oldest daughter, She's re she reads graphic novels all the time. So it is easy to consume. And I, I think you guys made the right choice uh, on with 
uh, the niche of wrestling and graphic novels together. Um, I even have another another one around here somewhere. Um, but the name of it is Invasion from Planet WrestleTopia, and I think you touched on it. Um, how uh, planet of wrestlers, basically. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll go back. Uh, the story uh, focuses around uh, Rory. Uh, rock and roll Rory. <laughs> and uh, if I can, and, and if, I, if I mess up, you guys just step in. Let me see. Rock and roll Rory um, is, is guaranteed a title shot. Not only a title shot, but he's, he's predicted to win until uh, what I look at as another Montreal screw job, and they're, go- they're not going to give him the title, and blah, blah, blah. So he. Th- this is what happens in, in issues one and two. Um, so let me hit that link so people can get those on Comicsology. Uh, so he, he's told now he's not going to win. He gets all upset. Uh, he, he wants to sabotage his affiliation with AWF. So he. <laughs> He, he uh, botches an interview and, and claims himself uh, the galactic champion, I believe are the words you guys use. Galactic champion of the universe. The galactic champion of the universe, which is great because I believe he made the belt um, out of, uh, was it a cereal box or a pizza, pizza box. box? A pizza box. And I laugh because me and my younger brothers used to do that all the time because that cardboard is the best. You rip it off, you cut it in the shape you want, you write on it, you know. Um, and yeah, so I related with that. So um, I might get my timeline out of order here. but So he, he claims that, and then he gets fired from AWF. He goes into a, a tumble, hits the rock, the rock bottom. No pun intended. He's drinking. He's he's fighting in uh, bars and, and fighting at uh, local events and stuff like that for nothing. And then uh, flash forward, I think. Yeah. In fifteen years later, Planet WrestleTopia gets this transmission. They must be monitoring Earth. They get the transmission. Somebody has claimed to be. The galactic champion of the universe, and uh, they can't have it. And, and my favorite part of yeah, there's a comic right there. You know, if I was really good, I would have had a better overlay, and I would have put the actual PDF up, and we could have been great. But obviously, uh, whoever came to the start of this show realized we're not good at anything. Um, my favorite part of the entire one of my favorite parts is uh um they're like they're putting like a steel is it are they putting a steel cage around earth yeah uh, we're, we're having a steel cage match right they, they vastly overestimated our technology <laughs> they invade that we're just gonna like hop in our ships and try to escape the planet um but that was <laughs> That was one of the first images that Ed kind of had for this. And he's like, for no apparent reason, I don't know why, put a steel cage around Earth. And I'm like, okay, I'm sold. Let's do this. I'll tell you, that's what got me hooked on it when I started reading it because it's bold. It's You suspend disbelief right off the bat. Just throw that right out the window. (laughs) And I'm like, a cage match around Earth? Hell yeah. I'm ready to defend. And, uh... So they, so 
I'm paraphrasing a lot. So anybody goes to Comixology, picks this up, read the whole thing. The character development in ARC so far um, is great. But what I love the most is, um, so they come down and they're looking for Rory. You know, he's, he's a claim to be champion. And uh, because I think the issue is, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, there can only be one galactic champion in the universe. Yeah, you, 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 there can only be one. And so, you know, the WrestleTopian galactic champion, I mean, he, the reason he put the cage around is he's um, coming, to, yeah. coming to Earth. And, what was that? Know, I'm sorry, I interrupted. Oh, what did you say? Uh, so yeah, there can only be one. So when right. this when this situation happens, the uh, galactic champion from WrestleTopia, whose name is Manifest Destiny, that's what it is. Uh, he it's basically a title unification bout, right? It's it's a a, a galactic championship unification uh, bout, and it's going to take place on Earth. There's a picture right. of Manifest. You can see it. Yep. Yeah, that oh. guy. So, um, yes, there can only be one. It is a unification because once he claimed the champion, then the match has to be fought. It's written in stone. Right? Written in stone. Like the contract when they come and sign the contract. That's know. right. And um, I think where we are now, in, in there's been four issues so far. Oh, three, I think. Is the fourth yeah. actually technically out? Yeah. Okay. Four on Comixology. Awesome. So all four are out. Um, there is going to be a pay-per-view. And let me get this straight. Um, the Vince McMahon of Earth, <laughs> basically, uh, Mr. Uh, Draz- let me see my notes. Drazen? Drazen. Dick Drazen. Is asked or, or demanded, find Rory so he can fight in the match. And there's like it's like a win-win for him, right? Like he's gonna get Earth, correct? Is it? Yeah. So uh, Rory. So when Rory decides he gets pissed at his promoter Dick Drazen, and correct. decides the best way to get back to him is to kind of like no show this this pay per view where he was supposed to wrestle for the belt and and do a job for the current champion um, Boy Scout Bob Schultz, right? The, this head sort of clean cut champ dick drazen wants to hang on uh so he he does cuts his promo i'm the galactic champion of the universe brother i don't care about the world title and goes off you know go goes and hits hard times the tv signal goes out of space like you said 15 years earth is paying the price for this promo um so the wrestletopians naturally go to to rory's you know last known boss his last known promoter and say where is he? And Dick Drazen, um, being kind of the the opportunist that he, uh, he doesn't know where Rock and Roll Rory is. No one does. Uh, but he he's smart enough to leverage this whole situation to say, let me put the Galactic Championship title, you know, unification belt, you and R- versus Rory. Let me put that on paper. And so he's essentially charging people nineteen ninety five to see the fate of the planet. Right. I'd pay for that. <laughs> you kind of have to, right? Yeah, so you're going to have to pay for it. It was smart. You could give them that. Pretty cheap, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I paid, I paid like 150 for that. I mean, 
I, I know. The fate of life hangs in the balance. Right? I mean, I paid oh, 60 I mean, bucks. No. I paid 60 for WrestleMania 8, and that thing sucked. <laughs> you make a really good point. We probably, you know. We may have to change that with our when we when we print it. Yeah, but in today's in today's streaming day and age, I think nineteen ninety five was the right right thing. Mm. That was well done. All right, go ahead. Uh, yeah. So um, so that's it. So kind of like that's those are the stakes. Like Rory has to, um, he's sort of drinking himself to death in a bar in like New Mexico when this all happens, and then so you manifest destiny comes to Earth hijacks the live broadcast of like a, of a of a TV show and lets everyone on the planet know that um you know what's going on right he cuts a promo basically to call Rory out and um Rory's got to make his way from Mexico he's got 72 hours to show up for his match against Manifest Destiny to see who the one true galactic champion is going to be and uh, and then get you know like every good wrestling story complicated because there are yeah. Yeah. who don't want him to show for the match. And that's this is what happened in, in... Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's uh but it will end, you know, obviously I mean it's a little spoilery, but obviously it is going to end up with Rory versus Death one on one in the in the squared circle uh with the fate of the planet on the line. And that's uh, uh, issue six. We actually so four issues are on Comixology. The fifth will be released December eleventh, uh, and the the sixth and final issue will, will complete the whole arc. Will um, take a little more time because it's a, it's this forty five page beat, but it's coming out uh, hopefully February, and that'll be the the end of of, of this particular storyline. Anyway, that, I mean, that sounds. I wish I was as talented as you guys because it sounds. <laughs> amazing to me um as i read this i i i I jotted down a ton of notes which i have attempted to follow and and i i didn't follow so well so i'm just gonna jump back to the the things that i really loved about it one of the things uh, i really loved is all of like the inside wrestling easter eggs like 70s 80s 90s easter eggs um that that you can find in there. It's interesting. There's Mini Macho Man. <laughs> there's uh, there's Damian Sandow, early '90s type of stuff. Um, yeah. I think he was a, a business an investor or something. That yeah. stuff is just go ahead. Damian Sandow, or yeah. early, uh, wrestling promoters. Yeah. yeah, it's it's that type of stuff that I I loved um, the artwork. Which I I, I sought because I didn't write down the guys' names. Oh uh, well, yeah, we should um, we should mention uh, on the first three issues we had Dan Scott as our artist, and yeah. Dan doing inks on issue uh, three, and and they're phenomenal. Dan was great. He was he knew nothing of wrestling when he started. Interesting because I thought his artwork in those first three episodes, the first three, the first three, right? That's who you're talking about. Yeah, I thought his artwork matched what i was reading it was bold it was retro it was it was perfect in my mind he did a great job uh people compared it to uh the venture brother uh yeah 
Yeah, it's a great point. And for those first three issues, it was Marissa Louise doing the super talented. There's a lot of stuff like DC and Dark Horse and other people. And David Lamphere doing the letters. So we, we hired a really talented crew of professionals, which is why uh, which is why we're so broke. No, but uh, <laughs> they were they were really great. And then uh, uh, for the fourth issue, you know, Dan got really busy with his own web comic. Uh, so he we ha- we have Kendall Good, who actually was the artist number of the uh, WWE comics put out by Boo. Oh, and, um, he's the artist for WrestleTopia of uh, four, five. And we had a guest colorist, Jason Lewis, for number four, who I should I should mention. He did a great job. And then, you know, for five and six, we've got um, a colorist uh, named Gio Butler, who's amazing. I can't wait for, we can't wait for people to see her color. And a new letterer. We have Sal Cipriano lettering comics. For There's so much. A lot of different art, artists, but I, I really, you know, had wanted to make sure. Yeah. No, good. good. Good, because I, I was not very good at it. Although they, they did a phenomenal job. I, I just, yeah, yeah. There's only so many notes you can take when the <laughs> ladies are punching each other. It, 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 yeah, it's a lot. But um, we're really, really proud of, of the job that, that, that all those guys did. And, um, uh, you know, Kendall, Kendall, I mean, we love Dan's art. Kendall been been really great. Um, really, you know, you can see his work in issue four. We're really excited for people to see what he's done since then. That was his first. You know, yeah. Yeah. He'll, uh, he'll get he'll get better. He'll just catch up, and you know he'll uh, his yeah. art will start reflecting the story. It's hard to take over. You know, he said it's hard to take over what someone else was doing. And, yeah, it was a tough position. Yeah, all the character concepts have been decided, and he's he's doing a phenomenal. Well, Kendall um, did get to do 3D. He got he got to design 3D. And, yeah, got to design some characters. That's true. Yeah, yes, we have and to some characters with this. Billy Mangrum. <laughs> yeah. Um, there was uh, some other things that I literally laughed out loud as I was reading. I just want to uh, mention. You guys can comment if you want. Um, I have suplexing of tanks. <laughs> I thought that was amazing. And I thought that was amazing because um, if if the the wrestlers from WrestleTopia could suplex tanks, sure. uh, we don't really stand a chance. Yeah, I don't know how Rory is gonna uh, match we that. Decided, yeah, I mean, we decided uh, we decided that in the for creating, if a WrestleTopian hassles you on the street and you yes. drop kick them. <laughs> you will you will hurt them, and they will take like you know the, the, you'll hurt them. If you take out a gun and shoot them, it does like. And I don't know why that makes any sense, but it's. it's I don't think it should. I think it's yeah. that's what make that's the beauty of it. Yeah, it can only be defeated through the wrestling arts. The power right. Power <laughs> um, and then my my most favorite uh, site. All four issues. Uh, Santa Claus in a figure four leg lock. Because who hasn't wanted to lock Santa in a figure four leg lock? I mean, I have. Yeah, it's funny. Um, 
one of my favorite wrestling memories when a wrestler disguised themselves as Santa. Yeah. Ringside for like a whole, like the entire show. And then during the main event, jumped into the ring. <laughs> Jack Haynes with a tire iron. And I'm like 12 years old. I mean, I kind of know, but you're still a kid. And it's just yeah. like, and then, and then of course, the Santa takes off his beard and his hat and it's ripped the crippler Oliver. Um, so oh, that is old. <laughs> Yeah, I had just, uh, uh, you know, putting Santa Claus in there was... Uh, definitely- you had to. You almost had to. <laughs> um, and to to go back to the, the art and how great the art was and how, uh, you know, Venture Brothers type of stuff, one of the other things that popped into my head as I was reading it was, man, this could have been, like, a animated miniseries on, like, Adult Swim... Or you know anywhere? Um, do you guys have any? Do you guys have any plans for anything like that? If it was approached to you, like actually, you know, so we wrote it as a screenplay first. You're right. That's and when you guys mentioned that yeah. earlier, that's the first thing that popped in my head. But we actually sort of did write a treatment where it was an animated series. What's the treatment? Cause I'm, I... uh, it, it's basically like a, a like a pitch document. That okay. You, you, you write like you write the first episode, and then you kind of run down. You know, you give like a document with the characters and kind of like the whole arc of the. Okay. So we actually did put together like because we we thought like oh this is such an Adult Swim idea. I could um, see it. Yeah, we didn't really end up doing much with that. And um, I, a lot of the ideas that we brought to that treatment ended up going into the comic um, because that was something we could afford to do, you know, yeah. whereas like putting together the first episode of an animated series would have cost us, you know, I don't know, $400,000, $500,000. Yeah. Wow. And, and 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 then you're betting on yourself, you know. Yeah, yeah, you're you doing. Adult Swim's interested in picking it up as a series, um, yeah. Yeah. but uh, part of, you know, like we're with Starburns Industries Press, and uh, which is you know the, they do Rick and Morty. It's uh, Dan Harmon and Dino Stamatopoulos' yeah. company, and they they basically sort of look at the titles that they're signing, um, and you know, intellectual properties that have the potential to be expanded to other mediums. So, you know, even though right now everything that, what, you know, what we're doing, everything else they've been publishing are just comics, they kind of have like a bigger picture that these things could be developed as TV series or movies or video games, whatever. Um, they're like comic book imprints, kind of a test lab for these intellectual properties that they've signed. Yeah, we will see. I mean, um, what we really wanted to do with the comic was um, just put it out there. We're like, this, yeah. we don't want to let this story die. And 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 uh, we figured with the comic book, you can put it out there in the world. We we self published the first thing. We we paid the artist. We we had it made, and then we were just we just put it up on Amazon. And we had it on Comicsology when it was just ourselves. 
and you know very few people would would find it but it was out there in the world and that that felt great right that's funny because that's how i that's how i read all my comics like huh. unless i have something physical um i read all my comics on my ipad and comicsology is what i use yeah, what, what we found was that, you know, we when we were doing self-publishing, I mean, we had it on iBooks and Comixology and Amazon Kindle. Right. But the one that would sell the best was Amazon's print on demand. You could, you could buy a, a you could buy a printed copy from Amazon. They would basically print it and then send oh, it to you. Amazon, I didn't even know that. Yeah, and, and it was it's really expensive because uh I think we had it at the most minimum price we could and still make like any money. And I think it was, it was you would have to buy it for seven bucks and then we would get like 50 cents. <laughs> but we thought, well, you know, Hey, we wanted to have the option for people and it was cool. Um, but it was, you know, obviously an expensive way for, for us to sell them and an expensive way for people to buy them. That was our our best selling uh, like format, which was you know interesting. Yeah, I never knew that. I never knew they would. That yeah. is interesting. Yeah. Um. So you guys are coming up. You've got four episode, four issues out. I keep saying episodes because I think of it as a show. <laughs> uh, you have four issues out. You said the fifth, December eleventh, sixth, which is a mega. Uh, uh, pages, I think forty-five or or, or so, yeah, um, yeah. around Basically February. Yeah, yeah. Um, which will wrap it all up. Now the big question is, what what comes next? Well, I, Matt and I have fallen in love with making comics. I I th- this whole experience has been great because number one. It's just been great to put WrestleTopia out there and see the see the response. The response has been phenomenal. It's been great a response from wrestling fans, right? We really love it, but also just from comic book fans. And we hear so many times, you know, you don't have to be a wrestling fan to read. No, I don't think so. It's got a lot of sci-fi into it. Yeah, and it's it's you know, and it's a comedy action about you know wrestlers from outer space, and kind of like Mars Attacks or or maybe yeah. Quest meets wrestling, thing that we heard. Um, and that's a lot of fun. But uh, what's also been really refreshing for Matt and I is, is you know, coming from video games where we really work on other people's projects and we and we love our our day job working in games. But it is, um, you know, instead of working with with four artists, you're working with like fifty. And instead of just you know, instead of writing like a linear story, there's there's all branching narratives and clear input and you know, writing just a linear with a collaborating with a couple people. And then also obviously just really be able like there's Matt and I can do whatever we want. It's our prop it's our yeah. comic. There's right. no there's no almost no barrier between us and the audience. It's it's been you know kind of intoxicating. We want to do more comic, but we, we certainly hope we're hoping will happen to WrestleTopia that that it, maybe it will uh, you know, get adapted to to an animated show or something. So much that that's the primary goal. But it's like you know, if we could make our money back, 
we would we would make more comics. We would make more WrestleTopia comics. We would make other comics. Uh, we have other that and that we love and that we're working on. Um, it would be really exciting to keep doing this and not go completely broke. <laughs> <laughs> Hard to do something you love and not go broke. <laughs> yeah, but um. All right. Well, with that being said, um, what a phenomenal way to end. Um, I have covered all my notes. I, I also promise all my guests I will not keep them more than an hour. Oh, it's an hour. Well, it's it, it did fly by, uh, give or take our our ten minutes of ironing things out. But I I want to thank you guys because you guys have done something cool for for me. Besides putting out this uh, lovely comic that I enjoy reading, um, I, I now can have two people. If I ever interview yeah. someone as two people, look, you guys are there. Uh, it looks fine in the overlay. It, it, it's great. Um, you guys drink some beer with me. I love it. I so. And, uh, yeah, anytime. Um, before I let you guys go, I'm going to give you guys uh, – for, I guess the forum uh, you can plug what you want you can do what you want and uh, and then I'll, I'll cut you guys free so um, go ahead floor is yours uh, so yeah we're on twitter at sbp underscore comics um, we're also on tumblr at suspicious behavior productions we're on facebook and instagram too but those accounts are not as active um, so Twitter and Tumblr are the two best ways to follow us. Other than that, as we said, December 11th, issue five comes out. You can always go to Comixology, you get the first four right now to catch. And then be on the lookout, issue six, hopefully uh, in February. And we will be doing a trade paperback that collects all the issues of course, uh, you know, any of the bonus content, which I'm sure you saw, like the fake ads and stuff, that stuff is exclusive to the individual digital issues. Um, but there will be new bonus content in the trade paperback. Um, we are hoping for a spring release on that. And I don't know, Ed, anything else you want? No, that covers it pretty well. You know, like Matt said, um, Finer issues in Comixology, they'll have some exclusive uh, bonus material that we really worked hard on. It's, it's, I think it's really cool, really funny. The trade will have some exclusive back map. Um, but, you know, if, if, you, if you want to find out what happened when a disgruntled pro wrestler declares himself Galactic Champion in the <laughs> and his promo... I mean, it's got a movie written all over it. <laughs> sure does. Yeah. I mean, I could see Dave. I could see David Arquette, like yeah. going up, getting disgruntled. Everyone's pushing him down, you know, harassing him for being WCW champion. He's like, "Screw this! I cl- declare myself Galactic Champion of the Universe." Yeah, you and, know, and, you know, he's and now he's he's taking you know, he's back into wrestling. <laughs> it's so great. Maybe he can pull it off. It, it really is good, um, Matt Ed. I want to thank you guys. Thank um, you. Thanks for putting up, you know, with the, you know, the kids, the, the technical difficulties. You guys, I think you guys understand, and I understand. That was great. Thanks so much. All right, and now, 
Yeah, I'll see you guys around. We'll be in touch. Take All care. Right, okay. All right, later. Bye. Later. Okay, let's... Uh... all right there we go excellent that was um that was fun i enjoyed talking to them um i i love the comics so if you guys haven't or um you know let me know you can contact me in the discord i'll direct you guys where to find it um funnier than shit man love it but um, so much love to Ed and Matt, and I I also want to give another little shout out to Ed too. Ed said um, we we were working things out uh, ahead of time. Said uh, you know, Matt's more entertaining. You know, Ed held his own tonight, man. Gotta love it, right? So uh, we'll finish up here. I'm putting you over.